This is the Thriving Life Podcast. I'm J.R. Heimbigner, and this podcast is about living the thriving life by continually growing, knowing who you are, and achieving your dreams. We will cover many aspects of what this means and set a firm foundation for you to thrive in life. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review to give feedback and help others find this podcast. Now get ready, because now is your time to thrive. Welcome to this week's episode of the Thriving Life Podcast. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about fear, and I'm going to use an example of just learning how to work through fears uh, that I use with my kids, but it's kind of funny because I was just thinking about it after I've posted this on Medium the other day, uh, that I use these same tactics to help me break through fear in my life. So we're going to jump right in, and uh, I'm going to share a little bit about uh, how this all came about for me to think about and how I think this is going to be helpful to you, and uh, we'll go from there. So remember, thanks so much for uh, joining me. Uh, Hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and uh, here we go. It's the middle of the night, I'm sleeping peacefully, and all of a sudden... I hear a blood-curdling scream from my daughter's room. One scream turns into two screams. My eyes snap open, my heart starts pumping, and I am out of bed before my wife says a word. Bounding down the steps from our room and across our playroom, I sweep to the open, partially open door to my daughter's bedroom. Like a superhero, I am there in their room, ready to face whatever is frightening them. My youngest daughter is at the end of her bed, screaming with a look of terror on her face. My oldest daughter is on the floor, screaming now, too. I shift my eyes to what has captured their attention. In the corner of their room, above my oldest daughter's bed, is a tiny black dot. A spider, smaller than a dime. How they saw such a thing in the middle of the night with the faint light of their clock, I don't know but it terrified them, and it caused a four-alarm panic in our house. At this point, I reach up for the dot, squish it with my fingers, and wipe its guts off with a tissue. Fear and panic leave them. We settle back into bed, and they fall fast asleep. My daughters were, are just hate bugs and spiders. They are deathly afraid of them. And for me... I'm the one who gets to go and squish whatever it is that is scaring them in the moment. Whether it's a spider or a fly or, you know, you name it. And it's so interesting because even in the middle of the night, they partially open their eyes and they see that little spider and it shoots fear into their being. I think most of us are like that with something. If we see a snake or a tornado or even if we see, you know... A dog that doesn't seem to be quite so friendly. Something shoots fear into us. It creates a panic. It disorients our world. And when that happens, we need to know what exactly we're going to do to face those fears. I mean, the flight or fight says to run or, you know, go right into it. But really, what do we do to help face the fear? Conquer the fear and move past it. Today I'm going to share a little bit more about that. But first I just want to 
take you through something else to, to think about when it comes to fear. When my daughters opened their eyes and they saw that spider, all they saw was fear. It wasn't just the spider that they saw. It was something more. And while it was only a spider, they were worried and fearful of something else. They were worried about getting bit by the spider. They were worried that there were other spiders in their room. They felt fear for so many things that weren't happening, except for that one spider was in their room, launched all of it. And they just needed their dad to conquer that fear for them. And I was there, ready for anything, with adrenaline pumping. But all it was was a spider. What they needed most, though, was for that fear to be removed. Not just the spider, but the other things that come with it. And I think our children see something that might be scary. When, when that happens, it causes them to see all of their fears. That's when we get to step in. And in the same way, we do this too in our lives. We see something that's scary, and then a lot of times we move to our worst fear. We walk into Target, and everyone's wearing masks. And all of a sudden, I get that fear in my heart, and I start thinking, it's the zombie apocalypse. I know, that's a silly example, but I can't stand zombie movies. The thought of that possibility I can leap from one thing to imaginative future and scare the bejeebers out of myself. We all do this. We look and we can see our fears. But we can also work through our fears, conquer them, and move past them. Three ways we conquer fear for our children but we can also use it on ourselves. When I was thinking about my daughters and the fear they were experiencing, there were three things that I knew I could do to help step into their fears and conquer them for them and with them. I found these three things kind of happen in three different forms. Um, they happen in the moment, they happen through partnership, and they happen in teaching moments. These three forms address fear in several ways. And most parents do them all the time, but we don't realize it. But my hope is to help you help your children when it comes to their fear in the present and the future. And also step into that for ourselves. So that first avenue where we can step into fear and conquer it is the moment. In, in the example of the spider... The way we address fear is at in that exact moment, right then, right here, right now. I just jumped on my daughter's bed and squished the spider. I took care of it for him. It's simple and easy, and it removes fear in the moment. But it's not a long-term solution. It's not something that will keep it from happening again, but it helps in the moment. And that's one way we can do that for our kids. And that's something we can do for ourselves too. Sometimes when we step into a, a situation that's causing fear, we may just need to remove ourselves from that situation or call for help or find something else. 
my example of the zombie apocalypse, I just remember that that's not actually happening. Uh, that zombies are fictional to date. And uh, it's just people wearing masks to be safe. The other avenue that we can step into fear and conquer it is through partnership. Sometimes we come across a spider in the bathroom during the day. Fear takes hold, my daughter starts screaming, and I come to help. In these moments, I try to partner with them by getting them some tissue so they can squish the spider, or having them get me some tissue to squish the spider. It helps give them a little bit of power to step into those moments and be able to conquer that fear in a little way. Now again, with spiders, that's just that, that's one example. But we can do this too in our lives. What's something that maybe somebody can give you a little power to overcome a fear? Maybe you're trying to write a book right now, and you're afraid that nobody is going to like it, no one's going to read it. If you email me, which you can find my email uh, on my blog, and tell me about your book, I will buy your book and read it. Let me partner with you in conquering that fear. People do this all the time. Your mom will read your book. <laughs> Maybe even a brother or a sister. Maybe a best friend. These are examples where you get to partner with people in overcoming fears that you have. Now again, these are all kind of smaller fears, low-scale type things. But these examples um, can be amplified into anything that we fear. The last avenue that we can step into fear and conquer is in teaching moments. This takes a little bit more practice. This is when we jump into fear and we have to talk through it and give our kids a strategy. Again, with the instance of the spider, the next morning we talked about what they could have done in order to face that fear. We talked through how they could have got the tissue and squished it. How they could have just let it be. Or they could get rid of the spider, look around their room, make sure there's no other spiders, and go back to sleep. For my kids, that's like, oh, that's a rational idea. Sure, we could do that. But same holds true for us. What are some teaching moments in our fear? What are some things that we could really take away to help prepare us and give us a strategy to overcome fear in our lives? When we start to work through those things, it can really take, take away the power that fear has and put it in our court to conquer it. These are the three avenues, uh, three ways uh, that we can conquer fear in our lives and in the lives of our children. Again, it's in the moment, it's through partnership, and it's in teaching moments. Fear is fear. Whether it's a spider or it's something way bigger than a spider. I've used the spider as an example throughout the podcast here and, and on the blog post that I originally wrote. Uh, but there, there are other things our kids fear. There are a lot of things that we fear in our lives. And I know that there will be more things in the future and we'll have to face them as they come. But the best way for us to help conquer fear for our kids and even for ourselves is to step into it. We get to step into it with them. We can bring people into it with us. 
not only is that our duty as a parent, but they will not learn, our kids won't be able to learn how to do this without us. And for some of us, we're having to learn to do this on our own because our parents didn't teach us. And this is going to come with a lot of things, whether it's a bully at school or a terrible boss um, or mean people on the phone. <laughs> we're all going to have we're all going to have some sort of fear that, that we're going to face and that they're going to face. And so we need to learn to be able to step into it, conquer it, and move past it. A spider is a small thing, but there are much bigger things in the world that they will face and that we will face. And we need to face them. No matter how uncomfortable or ill-equipped we may feel, we need to do it. So I just have one final thought. I've found that the best way to help my kids face their fears is for me to face my fears. And that's why I think this is a message that's for more than just parents. I think it's for all of us. We cannot truly teach our kids or others how to face their fears without being able to share from our experience. Now, I don't do this on a regular basis. Some people do. They're always looking for ways to face their fears. I think that's really stressful and will cause me to have high blood pressure. But I do think that we can think about that when we come across a situation that makes us fearful, when we come across something that's scary that could cause deeper fear, we need to slow down and see how we can face it. Is it something that we can face in the moment and just get rid of it? Is it something that we can partner with others to help us move past it? Or is it something that we could truly teach ourselves and teach our kids so we have strategies to overcome it in the future? That's the thing. Fear is, is something that we're always going to face. Uh, sometimes it's something that's very much against us, almost as if it's a person attacking us. And other times it's things that we conjure up within ourselves. And so I think that's one of the things I, I just want to leave with you today is that if you're fearful of something right now, look for ways to use these three steps in your life to be able to step into your fear, to conquer it, and to move past it. And I think you'll find such freedom in that. And I think you'll find that as you be able to work through a few smaller fears or a few things that have been really nagging at you for years, over time as you step into more intense fears or deeper rooted fears, it will become easier to face those as well. So I just want to thank you for listening to the podcast today. Um, you can um, check out this podcast. It was actually a, an article I wrote on my publication on Medium called The Dad Hammer Pub. And I will uh, share that in the links um, with this podcast. And of course, um, we'll be able to see you next time. So uh, be sure to uh, subscribe and uh, make sure that you leave a review so other people can uh, find the podcast and uh, learn to live the thriving life.